Welcome, dear listener, to the 12 Days of Crombie. And the film of review is Scrooge. My name is Dr. James Evans Esquire. Comfort comes from other sources, Ebenezer Scrooge. Thank you very much. And I am Hugh. Watch out for the rats. They nibble things. (laughs) Here we are. It's, uh, well, it's our 12 days of Christmas. I was going to call it Crimbles then, but that's (laughs) weird, isn't it? It's the 12 days of Christmas. It's the 12 days of Crombie, of course, isn't it? It's Crombie. Crombie's 12 days. (laughs) Um, and obviously, um, we are going through 12 Christmassy films. It'd be a bit pointless otherwise, wouldn't it? Um, we've we've reached, or have we reached? Because this we could be we, the first podcast, couldn't it? We, we still reached if it's the first. It, we've reached probably the the, the 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 Christmas film. Not not this Christmas film, the Christmas story, if you like. The, the Christmas Carol so. by Charles Dickens. Yeah. This one is just, you know, it'll, it'll feature in more than one of these episodes because this is really the bolted on, well, this is Christmas it, isn't story. It? This is it. This is the business. It's, it's amazing how much of our modern idea of Christmas is born out of this story. We, we and, could have and yeah, Dickens yeah. in general, I think. We yeah, could, this we, could, we could have done twelve episodes just on different Christmas carols. Yeah, easily. we're not doing that. Please don't unsubscribe. Um, but no. we could we could have done that. <laughs> but, but we are doing more than one. We're doing more than one because you have to. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we do. But, but, uh, but what this particular one that we're looking at the is the 1970 one. musical starring yeah. Albert Finney. So it isn't, um, it's not Alice, it's not Alistair Sim, yeah. which is 1950, I think, uh, which isn't a musical. It's not the 1933 version, um, and nor is it the Robert Zemeckis version from later, um, or indeed the Muppets one. Uh, but yeah. we may come back to that at some point. Uh, but no, the, this the, is... the cartoon one with Kate Winslet that was absolutely <laughs> probably the worst Christmas Carol yeah. ever made. Oh yeah, but it had a really this... nice song. I don't recall what. How does that? Come on, sing it, you. Uh, here I stand alone <laughs> with no weight on my heart, and it will not go away. It's like it's like Dickens is in the room. <laughs> <laughs> if if that sounds bad to anyone, I clearly had to cut it for a copyright strike. So if, if yeah, it's just course, be re-warbling right. yeah. the introductory lines, it has yeah. a really powerful chorus. I'll, I will have to not. Look what into if that. I had never let you go? <laughs> and now I think about it, it was Kate Winslet doing a really good Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. It's, oh it's yeah, okay. okay. Oh, if I that. stayed, if you tried, if we could only turn back time. And and it, listeners are now wondering how on earth. <laughs> yeah, listeners are now wondering how on earth Hugh's Gilbert and Sullivan career never took off. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. No, the copyright strike on something's been out of production for. Uh, but look, but look for God's sake, we're not we're not doing the Kate Winslet nineties cartoon, are we? Are we doing nineteen seventy Scrooge? Oh yes, um, that's what we're doing. Directed by Ronald Neem, starring Albert Finney. Um, mm. I mean, how much do we really need to go through the story? <laughs> well, buckle up, because here's the, here's the story. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's Victorian London, and Ebenezer Scrooge is a moneylender who's rather grim and bad-tempered. He spends his entire time not liking things and being mean to people. It's Christmas Eve, and he particularly hates Christmas. Um, he goes back to his house where his dead partner's ghost arrives and tells him he's going to be visited by three ghosts who will show him his past, his present, and the future. They duly do so, and he sees all the Christmases that he's in his past. He sees what's happening around him, and he realizes that if he carries on his way, it will end very, very badly for him. He wakes up and it is still Christmas morning. He has a chance to mend his ways and he does mend them. He uh, he spends money, he dances around and he's very nice to everyone. <laughs> and that is a Christmas carol. It is, yeah. I like the final scene where he goes back home and puts a Santa hat and beard on the door knocker. I like a lot of things about this movie, and this will come into the uh, the analysis of it. But I mean, that's, well, that's a all, is it, this is a this is a musical as well. Though, this isn't is it? Musical, that's right, the thing. This, you, you can tell this is this is the interesting thing. It's called Scrooge. It's not called yeah. a Christmas Carol. No, it is. Even though the opening song is a Christmas Carol, it's literally going to a Christmas Carol. Um, there's going to be a lot of singing in this episode. I fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd think. Given the opening song over the credits, which is a very nice song too, A Christmas Carol. Um, mm. It'll be called Christmas Carol, but it's the 70s and all the musicals just took one word and they didn't put an exclamation at this, but generally the idea is you take one word and put an exclamation. Mm. So it wasn't Oliver Twist, it was Oliver. Mm. And it wasn't, oh, yeah. um, and it wasn't, what was the other ones? It wasn't, um, uh, I don't know, King Arthur, it was Camelot. And it, yeah, yeah. Um, Cabaret. And even, Cabaret, yeah. And uh, they, even the um, the worst one was the Robin Hood um musical called twang oh god what's the one with bob fossey uh that he directed that, that was cabaret oh the that, bob, no, um, no the one about bob fossey well that's fossey. Oh, it wasn't called... <laughs> <laughs> it's about bob fossey what was the bob fossey when about bob fossey was it? Oh, stop saying bob fossey <laughs> it's called bob <laughs> the Fossmeister. Anyway, so it's clearly it's clearly a nineteen seventies musical, and interestingly, it yeah. was a, a musical made for the movies, um, because it um, it wasn't because it um, it wasn't a musical on stage that they got translated to the movie, um, yeah. and you could almost tell this because actually the one it's one of the strongest songs in a musical would be the act one finisher because you need to give everyone a really good act. If you see a musical, yeah, the act do, one yeah, finisher yeah, yeah. is going to be strong to basically get you back in after the intervals. You go have your gin and you think, oh, this is, I'll come back in again. But in this, it's all the, the waiting is off. It's weighted towards a, a movie because you get the act one, but you get the really powerful one at the correct place in the story rather than halfway through. But we're getting to the, um, the, um, the analysis here. We'll do that after the jingle. Before that, I want to have a quick uh, few words on just a Christmas carol in general. Yeah, go on. Because we, we've mentioned this and, it's really quite remarkable that Charles Dickens, some years before the invention of movies, has written <laughs> the most fantastic movie script. It, it's, yes, not, it's not translated to, music, to movies again and again for nothing. It no. is not just because it's Christmassy. It is you have a very strong central character with yeah. a very clear narrative arc um, that's very visible to everybody. You can see how horrible it is. And you can see how he changes. and You can see when he's reformed. Yeah. You have episodic things that aren't too long don't take too much time mm. that have very strong characters you know the different the ghosts are all unique so you and you know where you are in each particular time yeah. um again it's got that redemption in it it's got it's got the, the the great setting so like if you were to turn this into a script it's perfect it's perfect and, isn't it? i always think yeah the structure of the story is it's beguiling and it's absolutely it's absolutely ripe for yeah. a, a script to be written and you know fair enough and also you can transplant the story of a christmas carol to different contexts as well and still maintain the central view and yet, actually, I think the interesting thing is the, the how good it is, is actually the more you move away from the Christmas Carol, 
the worst as movies generally are. I, yeah, I it's, agree it's with the that ones as well. That yeah. it, you, make, you can make a musical about it, but it's still the same story. You can put Muppets yeah. in it, but it's still the same yeah. story. But like I say, when I mentioned the fact that the Kate Winslet one really brought the love story to the fore and invented two mice to be the main characters, it, yeah. got, it goes awful. And it's whenever you deviate, because they think, oh, we got... And actually, a lot, of, a lot of the Christmas carols go wrong when... Because one of Scrooge's past is he sees the love that he lost when he you know fell in love with money. Yeah, and that's set. right, yeah. And yeah. they always try and bring her back um, in terms of like, oh, that, that's clearly what the story is all about, his yeah, lost but love. it's not... I mean, it's, it's not about it's not life. about that is it's it his, at all it's, his, it's about his shriveled heart and his, his, yeah. his constipated humanity if you like yeah uh, and, and, yeah, and so, this film does that really well actually doesn't it because yeah, it, yeah. And it's one of the um it's 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 a it's a faithful adaptation as well isn't it you know yeah. as, as Almost much word as for word in some places. Oh, yeah actually yeah actually i think that's to its credit as well because yeah the the, the scenes where he 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 is obviously in love and the scenes where he is obviously impatient and out of love are quite well done to be yeah. honest i think it's yeah i think that's really good right so we're gonna we're gonna take a break then because we're, we're now getting into analysis oh, we so, are, aren't so, we? so join us after the jingle we're gonna jump right into scrooge Work. welcome back dear listener um we've given you a little taster of some of the analysis that we might um provide <laughs> I don't know. maybe i'll be visited by christmas ghosts and one will be eventually i'll be really good at puns it'll be like you've been terrible at puns all your life you've got to get good at puns and there'll be one about the worst puns i've ever done in my past then there'll be current puns that i currently do Ooh, I love a current terrible. Pun, yeah. <laughs> so exactly you're good at this and then there'll be future puns which turns out you know i'll be i'll be i don't know on stage delivering puns and no one will be laughing does this um, place so... me in the role of the dead jacob marley then <laughs> well given, given that you've lovely just, yeah, given that you've just provided an absolutely classic pun even without even thinking i think yeah that's you're ripe for that aren't you? Oh, fair enough i'll take that <laughs> yeah. but yeah scrooge um you, you, yeah, go well, on. go on. No, go on. Go on. I'll jump in with the, actually the the lead character, Albert Finney, is fantastic yeah. in this, and he yeah. was in his mid thirties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you're in your mid thirties in the seventies, that's equivalent to being <laughs> it's about a hard. Life. <laughs> I know, but the, the funny thing is, again, um, firstly, I think he plays Scrooge fantastically. He is absolutely absorbed the character. Yeah, he is, he's constantly he? hunched over, yeah. and he's 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 contorted his face. He's going yeah, doesn't it? He, he looks he looks really he looks really um kind of oh he just Gnar- i don't yeah. know gnarly and shriveled up yeah and he's got a comb over hasn't he and all this kind of stuff he just looks yeah, really yeah. grim there's loads of makeup but it doesn't look like it's makeup it looks like he's just an old man who's, who's bitter about life yeah. and in fact the christmas past when we go back and see albert finney the young man i.e albert finney as he is it looks false it's like i think oh we got him what is it what's, what's yeah, they, what's they, doing? They, they aged him yeah he does yeah, nothing like just... albert finney in fact it was <laughs> looking at albert finney so he's much more convincing as every scrooge old man and yeah, in fact is, yeah, yeah. Um, the the voice is all shriveled in fact it's so shriveled when he has to deliver his for his his own singing he can't do yeah. it really. he has to speak sing because he's he's, yeah. he's so net got the voice and, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. It's, it's hard for him to actually deliver a powerful song would well, you know what that's called what's yeah. that acting oh he's a... <laughs> i hear albert finney's quite the actor <laughs> was was he's not dead is he i think he is yeah oh, died I... recently i think did he so well 7th of february 2019 oh four years ago then yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's not that recent, is it? He was 82. And, he, you know, obviously he was... He, he, I find Albert Finney steals the show in a lot of um, films yeah. when he's a supporting character. But also when he is the main main actor as well, no one else supports... Uh, no one else steals the show. It's yeah. all him. So I think whenever Absolutely. he's in a film, he is the... 
He's the he is he is the actor. He is he, the figure, isn't he? He, he's he does brilliant. command. He commands the camera completely. And yeah, because I was thinking, because when he was in Annie, he had a really yeah. powerful voice. He can really belt he it. Can when he can really to. belt them out. Yeah. But if, if he's doing that kind of the um, what is it? The the Rex Harrison speaks thing because he, he because he's playing with wizened old man. But he's fantastic. Yeah. He he, and he's playing it really. He's playing it literally um he's playing it sort of like scrooge is just a git to everybody <laughs> it's like he's yeah. absolutely having the time with <laughs> he is, life he? yeah he's just, he is. He's just generally oozing nastiness well it's what is it um i hate people people yeah. hate me yeah. <laughs> it's but, really it's really good and his it's a really good introduction to that yeah his manners was fantastic because everything he does like is emphasizes his miseliness like he's lighting the candle and then he, yeah. he like he, he snuffs the taper and, and smooths it out and puts it back it's like i'm yeah, not gonna absolutely. waste a minute of this a minute yeah, put it back in the back don't waste it well almost the opening scene of the film is him counting his pennies yeah, in the yeah. shop isn't it really yeah. carefully uh, and yeah. getting annoyed at the singers outside yeah. um yeah, it's really good i mean i recall uh, we last saw our but Finney in a weekend at Crombie's film in The Duelists. Um, oh, and he, yeah, had, yeah. He, he only had like, it was about a five or 10 minute role as as um, a, one of the kind of captains or, or the lieutenants. Of, and um, he absolutely stole the film in that one. So he's the best thing about the film and he's only in it for about 10 minutes. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant. So yeah, Albert Finney, fantastically done. And maybe the reason why this film is so beloved because it I is, think so. he, he absolutely nails it. Well, and also the best Hercule Poirot as well, I'd say. Oh, <laughs> even better than Peter Ustinov, but there you the go. The way you're wrong this year. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to let you into a little secret here, okay? This is the first time I've seen this. Whoa. I know, I know, I know. I am so and, sorry I made you watch this in October then, because this is a perfect uh, Christmas movie. Yeah, it is really Christmassy. Um, obviously, yeah. it's a Christmas carol, but there we go. Yeah. Uh, secondly, here's another thing that I am loathe to admit, but I'm going to admit it anyway. I've never read a Christmas carol. Oh. Um, and I think I've never wanted i've never felt the urge to read it yeah, it's a really, because it's a really i know short, it so well <laughs> yeah it's a really short book you, literally there is no subtext after that it is everything you've seen on screen or seen the yeah. play like a, a half an hour like quantum leap special christmas carol tells you what you need to about christmas carol there's a but uh <laughs> that, that that shows our level of cultural um kind of <laughs> <laughs> correlation there i don't read dickens i watch quantum leap me <laughs> You get all you need from Quantum Leap. It's probably oh. fair, though, isn't oh, it? Really? Quantum Leap is the best education I ever had. Americana <laughs> from the 50s to the 80s in Quantum Leap. They love these stuff. From the 50s to the 80s? 80s. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> anyway, we're not doing Quantum Leap. We can do, no. let's, 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 let's leap away from this. Um, so, although we've covered Albert Finney, this is also packed with guest stars and cameos. Um, I'm going to say Roy Kinnear. Oh, I was going to say Roy Kinnear. Yeah, I love Roy Kinnear. There's a, I really a, love Roy Kinnear. He's brilliant. He's because he's he's in it for a, literally a blink and you'll miss it. He's one of the yeah. gentlemen trying to collect money from Scrooge. But there is a moment when Scrooge is like he's marching through the streets, ignoring them. And one gentleman, the boring one, follows Scrooge, saying, "You know, give me some money for the, yeah. the workhouses." And then Roy Kinnear just does this little scamper, like he's slipping on the ice <laughs> all the way down. And I've seen this a hundred times, and every time I, I clock that because I love watching him. He's like he bounds down. He's fantastic. It's, yeah. It's, it's really good in it and there's also if i recall correctly there's the witch from rent a ghost <laughs> who i noticed in the dancing well. sequence and and she's one of the old ladies who owes scrooge some money we make clothes for children mr scrooge <laughs> it's funny how i recognize that because i only realistically rent a ghost was probably on in the early 80s would only have really watched it for a few years but it's it's absolutely the seared into it's the yeah. yet seared into my memory i was thinking anton rogers <laughs> Yeah, from, who you only from, really from, know from Fresh Fields and, and maybe the December. Fields. 
Yeah, and made to December. So basically, he was he was he's, he made his okay, his big hit as kind of an elderly rotund um, Scottish guy, and here he is as a whip lean Cockney geezer uh, dancing all around the streets of London. He's fantastic at it. Tom Jenkins, the hop soup salesman. Here you go, Gavner. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because and also, I also saw Cat Weasel. You saw Cat Weasel. Yeah, you know the toy. The toy shop owner. Oh, that cat weasel. cat weasel. Yes, cat weasel. <laughs> now, I would appreciate that anybody who isn't in their 40s and British will be completely oblivious to everything we're talking about. Because when we talk about being stacked with stars, we're talking about... And Todd Rogers and the Witch from Red to Get. Yeah, this yeah, also but... has Alec Guinness and Edith <laughs> Evans and Kenneth Moore. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, it also has those people in it. But but where that's where I think a film like Scrooge is nostalgically brilliant as well. And not purely for it being a story about A Christmas Carol. And this this is maybe where my ultimate kind of scoring of the film comes in as well, because yeah. it ju- it reminds me having I mean, I've not seen the film before, but it reminds me of it reminds me of something comforting about my childhood, of which partly it's that quintessential Christmas. Not, don't mean quintessential Christmas film, but that quintessential Christmas feeling that yeah. was created by Dickens in this story, yeah. but also that comfort and um really happy memories of watching really rather bad british sitcoms <laughs> on a saturday evening with my mum and dad you know i mean yeah. cat weasel wasn't a british sitcom i guess but it was like a children's program that was made in the 70s but must have been repeated all the way up to the 90s yeah. um and it had una stubbs in it didn't it as well i think if my memory serves me right um Possibly. But anyway, it was just films, uh, t- TV programs like Fresh Fields, May to December, yeah. Um, yeah, Cat Weasel, Rent-A-Ghost. I don't know, all of those things. They're, if I watched them all now, they'd be terrible. But I've got a lot of love for them. And this this is a step above the quality of that, <laughs> don't get me wrong. But it falls into that same box. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, come, to, we'll come to the Christmas in a, in a, uh, at the end. We'll, we'll yeah. round its Christmas thing. Uh I would say, though, again, to think about its its production as a whole, um, it's really strong as a musical. It's got some absolute bangers in it. Um, yeah, it does. It's, it's it's again. It starts off with with um, again uh, the Christmas Carol, which is a lovely little kind of qu- yeah. choral piece. Then it goes into kind of the I hate people. You got yeah, Bob. You got Bob Cratchit. <laughs> yeah, you have Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim, who I think you can really walk the line of saccharine with that pair because you know Bob Cratchit is just universally nice, and yeah. Tiny Tim is even more sweet and lack yeah, of that. Yeah. But I thought that's the, the point of it, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought that they played this so well actually because you really felt that Bob Cratchit was you know was loving Christmas and liked sharing it with his kids, and even Tiny Tim when he sings a beautiful day. When you know what's down the road for Tiny Tim, it's quite yeah. heartbreaking seeing yeah. him sing his little yeah, song. And yeah. then yeah, that the, the the future, the Ghost of the Future thing. When you see again just uh, Bob Cratchit by the little graveside. Um, having having a chat sad, with him, it? it's yeah. heartbreaking. It literally it heartbreaking because he's yeah. he's just talking away, and you just know that he just he doesn't want to leave Tim alone on Christmas. And it's uh, it's yeah, I'm well enough to think about it now. I thought the the actor playing um, Bob Cratchit really did it well because it's it's almost like it's harder to get the nice roles right in this because it's it's easy to be the ghost because they're larger than life, you know, and it's yeah, easy to be, and not easy. Act, to be it, it's yeah, not but, easy, but he, not easy. 
you 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 can act over the top, can't you? It's quite yeah. fun, I would yeah. imagine. And Scrooge again, he's he, he, you know, Aberfinch is a hell of a shift, but Scrooge is is, is always it was always good mm. to watch. But I think yeah, getting the Bob Cratchit right is good because I also think actually that um almost one of the weakest characters in this is nephew Fred. I thought the actor was definitely playing yeah. like Panto, and Fred as a character in the in the film is actually not very interesting. He's the only That's character nauseous. who yeah. is either not a ghost or not kind of. Um, intimidate, intimidated really, by Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrooge, Scrooge right. is bullying everybody or being yeah. mean to everybody, and he's not really being mean to Fred. It bounces off Fred, so there's no real skin in the game for Fred. I'm saying just having a person for Scrooge to visit and therefore have a family, which again is a one from when Scrooge is reformed at the end, and he just he says, you know, he says to the uh, the door knocker that transformed into Jacob Marley, yeah. "I'm going to have Christmas dinner with my family," and th- that line that's scene, it. Oh, so that's that heartbreaking. Actually, yeah, it is heartbreaking, isn't it? And it's the way that um, Finney plays that as well, doesn't he? Because yeah. he's not at that point he's not he's just gone through this incredible reprise of of i like life hasn't he the the the, the, the song yeah. that was um in it in at the early he's, he's gone through this this reprise and he's dancing and drinking and he kind of slips away and lets the town folk enjoy the rest of the the, the fun and he slips away and walks back to his, his door and he he just seems content doesn't he he's, yeah. he's, it's not over the top he's not he's not bombastic he's simply i'm gonna spend christmas day with my family it's such a lovely yeah. delivery yeah, it's really, really good. Lovely way to end it. And actually, I will come to that reprise because I think, again, how, how to do a good Christmas carol is the catharsis. Because mm. you, you build, you, know, you, you see, you, know, you have a lot of fun with Scrooge being mean to people. You have a lot of fun with the ghost in. But, you know, that that ghost of Christmas yet to come is the, is the bit where it really kicks you in the teeth and Scrooge. It does, doesn't it? And you yeah. need that. And if the catharsis works... You have you you got to go enjoy it, and this film has like fifteen minutes of a pretty short runtime devoted to the catharsis. It's it's basically yeah. redo every single song in the yeah. roster. They it's good sing fun. Life they sing, Father Christmas they yeah. sing, and thank you very much. And it's great fun because it's um it's again Scrooge is singing and dancing. They break it up into a number of things, and um you are coming to this as well. The the the, the choreography of this is great it's um, because the set building is it's in a proper old victorian london set and mm. they make great use of it so they've got these streets huge streets and buildings and everything so it looks and it's all really, studio really isn't it it's all but studio it, yeah but that's what makes it work i think yeah um but loads of people i mean they don't skimp on the extras there's like mm. there's so the big crowd scenes can have i don't know 50 at least people singing and dancing and they do sing and dance there's some proper choreography there so like the first one is when scrooge is like i hate people so he's walking through it in the dark and there's there's <laughs> yeah. london all around yeah. you yeah. And same with Christmas Children, actually, which is Bob Cratchit's song about how nice Christmas is. It's yeah. filled with people buying stuff and, and getting Definitely. stuff and keeping warm. And then they have it again with, um, again, thank you very much, which is one of the funniest things in the, in the plays. In, it's when, um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's when he, Scrooge, thinks, he thinks they're celebrating him, doesn't, he's, doesn't they? Yeah, he's they, only because he's, he's died. Yeah, there's, uh, all, all the people are gathered around Scrooge's house because Scrooge has died. And, and they're carrying the coffin out and they're ripping up his books. But yeah. Scrooge, by just the dint of facing the wrong direction at the yeah. wrong time, misses all these cues. And you can only see people happy and cheering his name. Yeah. And he makes this speech and because he's invisible, they can't hear him. But every time he makes a line, something else happens. Like the, the book is torn up and everyone goes, yeah, hey! He's like, I remember this till my dying day and the coffin's <laughs> carried up behind him the timing is perfect and they it all is. sing they sing one of the biggest songs yet which is thank you very much and this is yeah. anton rogers leading anton an rogers, enormous yeah. crowd it's quite good i always wonder because there's there's quite a few bits in it where they have to throw their hats up in the air and catch them again <laughs> and they all catch them how many times did they have to do that oh i take the correct and again it's it's not they're not cgi they're all like 50 people all all flipping their hats in the right way and yeah, dancing they around. Are. it's and impressive then, and that's the second time the city of London is used. And the third time the streets of London are used is in the big finale when Scrooge yeah, is running. Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. when they throw everything at it. Because you, if you like, 
they they you mentioned the Christmassy. This is where they say if you liked whichever song you liked, you're gonna have it. If you liked um, mm, I like life, yeah, you'll have yeah, that. If you like that yeah. match, you'll have that. And there's a song when they again they um they, if you like bell ringers, we'll have some bell ringers. They have bell ringers <laughs> dancing. If you like people playing the pipes in in a in Elizabethan yeah. pedge, we'll have that. If you like choirs, we got a choir and they're just rocketing every yeah, time of Christmas at you. Right. As and the funny thing is that the um throughout all this thank you very much the reprise is going through it all like an exocet it's like nothing can stop yeah, yeah. thank you very much even when they like there's almost a face-off they got they when they're singing a christmas carol and thank you very much dances down the street and it just <laughs> bashes them aside and carries on going now i think i think i hadn't watched this before because because of dint of it being a musical okay. <clears throat> i mean you know that's i mean that's ridiculous isn't it but i think i think i just thought i really find it not not irritating but i wouldn't be able to engage with it as much and i'll be completely honest the first 10 or 15 minutes of the film i thought this isn't going to work for me i wasn't so i wasn't so keen on on <clears throat> the a christmas carol song i thought oh god it's got it's got these children these kind of these acting children are really over the top it, it had a, an element of news is in it for me which i was beginning to recoil against it was the father christmas song was it, it was the urchins uh, singing uh, the, the cockney urchins father christmas <laughs> yeah that is exactly <laughs> the point where i was thinking to myself i'm gonna have to get through this rather than enjoy it i, I really did think that um but but then Albert Finney came on yeah. and it it all became okay. <laughs> and <laughs> after that, I have to say, with the exception of one or two songs, which I thought were pretty forgettable, I, yeah. I thought the songs with um, uh, the his his love. Um, yeah, they, they weren't know, the best. Ones. They're just a bit like, mm, okay. But, you know, I understand they have to be in there. But yeah, you, want, you want a song about lost love, you tune into Kate Winslet singing. What yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, 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 there we go. Um, <laughs> but but um, other, th other than that, I think actually I, I, I got, I got, I got into it. And when I got into it, I went into it really, really, really deep. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So I, I found myself at the end, just kind of like, yeah, tapping my foot, clicking, clicking oh, yeah. my ankles. It was great fun. Um, but I don't think it would be anywhere near as good as it is without Albert Finney. And I think that is fundamentally the, he's the masterful performance in this. Uh, he yeah. makes the film. And I, 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 you know, I disagree slightly with you, with you, with regards to the, the, how memorable the songs are. I actually thought the songs, the, the, the big set pieces, yeah. um, work really well but there's a lot of incidental songs which i think are pretty forgettable which oh, kind yeah, of they, lose it a bit you know they, they're all right but, but that's uh, that's what a musical isn't it a musical I is kind it of is. It, it's it gets you the peaks and troughs because yeah I, I agree with you there's a lot of the um again you you have to kind of you begin with the strong ones when he's singing i hate people and christmas children you have to get yeah. the dips of when you know alec guinness bless him is trying to sing that see the phantoms it is not and all, really all the singer, stuff in the it? past no but then you come back with you know kenneth moore comes back with i like life and it's not only not only is is the song a big song but it's a big presence kenneth moore is is made to look like a giant yeah, he is, the, the, yeah it, where he is is full of yeah. like decorated food and all of a sudden you lift it back up again so there are peaks and troughs yeah um, and it's I a counterpoint agree. to i hate people as well isn't it because you know that's i hate yeah. people people hate me so i like life life yeah. Like but again, with a musical, all you need is two, it's like an album. All you need is two or three toe tappers, and, yes. and that carries you through. Because I, I agree, I still, I've, I've seen this film many times, and I'm still don't get too carried away with happiness or you or see the fantasy. Yeah, but I mean that's just it, isn't it? Um, so I, I was surprised at how much I kind of really enjoyed it as a consequence of not really enjoying the first maybe 15, 20 minutes per se. But then, yeah. then I almost. 
I almost forgot that it was a musical because even the musical bits in it, other than the big set pieces, are just to move. I mean, all musicals just to move the plot along, I guess, to a certain extent. They're like montage. I think, I think only if they're done right, actually. If 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 they're done right, yeah, a musical moves the plot along. If they're yeah. done wrong, they stop. It, it gets have in a the song way. Yeah, and carry I think, on. You're right. I think actually that's that was my problem with the first couple of um, songs in the film was that they stopped the movie from starting. Yeah, yeah properly because i was like well what are these urchins singing i know yes okay i get off um and then albert finney comes on because oh, i hate people people hate me and you know you think oh there we go yeah yeah <laughs> um so that's good so th- there, there was a lot of that in it i, I thought i wasn't going to enjoy it and it, i was actually pleasantly surprised at how much i did enjoy it and i enjoyed it a lot oh, um okay. and i think that is an element of that i think i've you know described before is about that that nostalgic warmth even having yeah. not seen the film before I, I i've felt this film before in different guises okay. and i've i've felt the way that the the time that's presented in it and i don't mean like the 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 1840s i mean the kind of character actors that are in it i've seen in my childhood growing up slightly yeah. older they are when i've watched them but they're all in different bits of programs and so therefore it was a i just felt i felt relaxed and comfortable with it yeah. um and it is the quintessential christmas story i mean it's not my favorite scrooge adaptation that for me that would be the 1951 version with Alistair Sim. I think that is okay. absolutely brilliant. Um, also, because it's got George Cole in it, which is also really good. And um, Mervyn John's, you know, fantastic. So that's my favourite adaptation. Um, but probably because it's a more, I think it's a, I don't think it's a more, I don't think it's a closer adaptation. I actually think that the, the, this musical version is the closer adaptation in some yeah. respects. Um, the the 1950s version is a little bit more theatrical. It's more serious, I think, yeah. as well. Even though it's got Alistair Sim in the lead, but um, I just like the gravitas of it, I guess, really. But I have to say, if I was coming to Scrooge for comfort and for um, oddly, if I was going to watch something on Christmas Day, it would be the 1970s film. If I was going to watch something just because I like the film, it would be the 1951 version. So that says something about how festive the film made me feel. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, so um, I think this was the first Christmas Carol slash Scrooge I ever came across. In oh, terms really? Of, mm. Yeah, it must, yeah, it was the first ever. Possibly Mickey's Christmas Carol might have been it, but I remember this being oh, yeah. the first one. So now, whenever I watch a uh, another adaptation, I was just like disappointed they're not singing. To me, it's like it's <laughs> why is well, it also singing? It almost makes me think that a Christmas Carol, the actual original story, was in song. Isn't it? It feels like it, but that's I think that's the beauty of the novel again. Like you, you spoke earlier about it being the perfect, uh, the perfect script for a film. It's yeah. also the it's the perfect script for a musical as well. Yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it break. He meets people who yeah break into song and move things along. Um, yeah, I think again the uh, this was made in 1970, so you're not you're not going to get the best special effects here. And I think probably one of the standout ones is when he. <clears throat> sees the ghost of Christmas yet to come, who then, yeah. you know, he sees him, he's cloaked, he's hideous, and then he appears as a skeleton which scares Scrooge. The skeleton is awful. It's just really, <laughs> yeah, really bad. Yeah, it's, it's scary, yeah. but it's, it's awful. Yeah. But there's some other things in it I thought are really well done. Like the point when, because um, this is a famous bit in the, the book, when the door knocker becomes Jacob Marley, yeah, that was quite a nice kind of fade in, fade out. Yeah, and, there's a, and, and then a, a yeah. ghostly hearse rides past Scrooge yeah. in his own house to build up the tension. And it's really yeah. quite good. It's, it's all it blue is. and wobbly. It's, like, it's, it's, it's well done. With I, mean, what they some, had. I think in some respects, kind of very early attempts at special effects and you know, 1970s isn't early for special mm. effects development, don't get me wrong. But I think almost in, in kind of fantasy and 
kind of scary films and i think you know, christmas carol has ghostly elements to it obviously yeah i think actually the 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 way that it's presented is almost a little bit more evocative it's a little bit spookier because it doesn't need to be polished you i wouldn't expect a ghost coming to visit me to be 4k right yeah. you know yeah. high definition i'd expect them to be a little bit wobbly and blue yeah. and they'd move through things not very effectively um i also thought and again this it's not really a special effect it's it's stage props but there's there's a couple of scenes with um jacob marley where he's floating with chains on yeah. um and i think that's really effective as well even i know what it is it's just you know he's just got strings attached to him and stuff like that but it's yeah. the way the ropes move uh, the way the chains move i think it's just really clever it works it doesn't need yeah, to be yeah. more clever than that it's effective yeah i agree i think um yeah i thought again alec guinness is good makeup he's got again he, he looks the part he's got the kind of the um fact that his chin is tied up like with, with corpses in yeah. the uh, in the yes, old yeah, and he, he just yeah he did he delivers a very good Jacob Marley because it's a it's an interesting part Marley because Marley is clearly as evil as Scrooge but he's there yeah. to do to deliver him a, yeah. a boot so is he does a quite a good detached yet I'm in pain kind of thing yeah that's right um and yeah you're right because he is he is basically Scrooge. Isn't yeah. he? he's just he's he's his time ran out didn't it basically yeah. his time yeah. ran out and, it, and um, it, that doesn't change he's he's still yep. condemned yeah like he's, he's good so it's, that's again there's other movies i think that try to wrap things up neatly they bring Scrooge's lost love back yeah. jacob marley's redeems like no it didn't happen it's like well i mean that's fair enough do that but then don't call it a christmas carol or Scrooge. <laughs> it's just another film isn't it just call it yeah. something different have the conviction you know have conviction that your story is strong enough to yeah. hold up don't call it a christmas carol and then make it not a christmas carol or do a christmas carol adjacent which is kind of a wonderful life it's it's, it's... Yeah, that is exactly it yeah, abs- yeah i completely agree yeah make something that has the same kind of sentiment yeah the red- redemption redemptive sentiment. yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. but um but but you know it not be a christmas carol because it in all in all intents and purposes it's <laughs> why are you going how and why are you going to improve on a christmas carol why are you yeah. going to do that you can't yeah. can you yeah so don't try just just the only reason why you would remake a christmas carol again is to it's it's kind of to update it in the terms of the cultural context and the technology that we have right yeah. so you know this 1970s version of scrooge i think is a very very high watermark in the kind of Scrooge films that we have, right? Or Christmas Carol films that we have. That's fine. However, if if my six-year-old watched it, I can imagine him being quite bored, or just not maybe not bored is the right word, but just not engaged with it enough. However, if this was made in 2023 and it had a similar effectiveness yeah. and a similar kind of approach and feeling to it, he'd probably love it. Well, let, so, let, let, let me let yeah. me stop you there then. Um, in 2022, Netflix made Scrooge a Christmas Carol, which is the CGI version of this movie. Yes, that's a good point. I've not seen it. And it's brilliant. Um, it's really good. It? Yeah, oh, okay, it's, fine. It's very good because it's it's very faithful to the film. I was. Uh, like, if it's faithful yeah. to the film, yeah, it's going to be pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, they've they've got they've got all the so they've added a few new songs, but the voice acting is still strong. They've yeah. done the whole dance because it's all CGI. They've done the whole big London production, and actually we watched oh, yeah. it with the family. Thought, yeah, this holds up, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, you you can get you can get through it. It's very good. Well, I'm, I might have to watch that then. And again, I I do think that that is um, that has to be because of the story. If you are faithful enough to the original story, 
you're not going to go far wrong unless it's terribly acted or, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but um, it's, it's so for me, for me, if you've got canonical films, right, you know, my, my view is you don't remake them because they're just, you can't remake them. That's that. But for something like a Christmas Carol, it's ripe for being remade for different generations to enjoy. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a, it's a it? pantomime or a passion play. It's like well, exactly, you, yes, exactly you, right, yeah. everyone knows the archetype. Just how else would you do it? And, it, and, you, and you you do it best when you stick closer to it. Closest, and when, yeah. when you try and go your own way, it's like, I don't, I don't want to see a new story. I want to see the same story with new yeah. actors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, I want to see the same story with, with different actors um, and, and almost just to see how they do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, to like, see how they do it. Um, and it's also a film that doesn't need a lot of CGI. I mean, it needs a fair bit of CGI. No, no, I, I, I suppose, I suppose, but but what I mean is the the goat. I suppose you're right because I guess if you if you in 2023 made the film without a ghost CGI or at least some kind of special effects, you'd think why haven't they done that? Yeah. But um, in principle, you could have a ghost just dressed up, couldn't you? You could have an actor yeah. dressed up in a yeah. in a costume, yeah. and that that that's enough. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm belaboring the point slightly. I just think this is one of those examples where you can remake this every five or six years, and it'd be absolutely fine as long as it really does adhere broadly to the story. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, uh, and again, I've I've said this already with the finale, but this, in terms of its Christmassy nature, this just goes at Christmas hosing down with a Christmas gun. It's just like. <laughs> It's it's partly because it 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 works both ways. I mean, we have our image of the Dickensian Christmas, the classic Christmas, mm. um, is because of this, and this looks like the classic Christmas because of that. It, yeah. it, it's it's, yeah, a, it's, it's an eternal loop. But you have you know it's it's London in the snow, which is what you imagine. It, it is fir trees and you know little um, you know, music boxes and jack in the yeah. boxes yeah. and every and, and and drinking punch from the from the hot uh, the vendor and all the, everything is yeah, as as it never was. But is the Christmas? Yeah, it looks like a Christmas card. But actually, the beginning, the opening titles are all these lovely watercolors. Oh, they are look yeah. like Christmas cards. They do, yeah, because um, it's yeah, yeah, it's watercolors, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. again, yeah. and they they have a, a proper you know children's choir at some point. They have bell ringers at some point. It's like anything <laughs> yeah. you like about Christmas, we have put in this. Yeah. Um, like it's literally got an anachronistic Father Christmas outfit with Scrooge goes dancing on the street in it. Um, yeah, that's true. It's, it's everything it? in it, and it's it's just like you are going to feel very very Christmassy by the time this is over. Well, I also wonder if this is conjecture. I wonder what the the extent to which Father Christmas in his modern guise was known to Dickie. I mean, it wouldn't have been because isn't it a Coca Cola invention? Well, that's that's the red one. He, well, he'd been yeah, he'd been Father Christmas. Um, he'd have been around. Yeah. Because um, he, he sometimes wore red, sometimes green. I mean, to be honest, the ghost of Christmas present is the closest there is to the Father yeah, Christmas archetype. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where it is with it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, um, so it's, it's, I think it's incredibly Christmas. It's in Christmassy in its, like I say, it, it goes hard at it, but it pays off because you're not feeling like they've, they've tried to. It's just feeling this is really Christmassy. I'm enjoying well, this. I would go further okay. <laughs> and say, I don't think it is Christmassy. I think it is Christmas. <laughs> I, I honestly, you know, in the sense that there are some things that define Christmas specifically yeah. you, from you, from your own cultural context yeah. or, or whatever. And I, I think this is one of those. Now, even though I'd not seen it before, it is yeah. within the cultural context of people's understanding of the interpretation of a Christmas carol, which yeah. is the modern understanding of what Christmas is. Yeah. So I think this is one of those artifacts that 
you would use to define and to explain to someone what Christmas is. Yeah, I think that's fair. And, you know? and you're right. For, for me, it's Christmas Eve more than it's Christmas. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not yeah, post Christmas dinner right. collapse on no, the sofa. No, it's, it's the lead it's, up. It's the anticipation. It's the, it's the anti- it? Exactly yeah. that. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I've seen this many Christmas Eves. I've at least three or four Christmas Eves in my lifetime. I've sat down and thought, let's put on Scrooge and watch mm. that. It's like it is that anticipation. It's the sense of of, of of the impending. It's the excitement. It's you know all the the food is all prepared and ready uh, yeah, for it. That's like, exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah, Th- this is on a par with. Um, a, a Christmas tree, or um, turkey, uh, yeah. or the family coming, or Christmas hats, or crackers. That's yeah. what this and 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 Scrooge. This film. Now, this is what it is. So, you. I don't think. I don't think you. you I don't know. This is like a hundred percent Christmas. <laughs> this is this is the essence of Christmas, right? Um, and why can't a film be as important in understanding what Christmas is than? Pop, a, you, have a, you have a pop song that's the essence then of a pop Christmas. song for example yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or or a physical artifact like a bauble yeah yeah right absolutely so with that then you'll remain in suspense as we give it its marks out of christmasiness <laughs> <laughs> well i don't think it can have marks out of christmasiness that's almost like saying on a scale of one to five where five is jesus how <laughs> jesus sees jesus <laughs> Maybe we should give Christmases a mark out of Scrooge's in future. It's like, how Scrooge was that Christmas? That was pretty Scrooge. <laughs> it was pretty Scrooge, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but join us after the, the the jingle anyway, when we shall give us scores of how good we think it is, and indeed um, how Christmassy we think it is. Welcome back, dear listener. Um. Well, I mean, we've fallen into the Christmas vortex, haven't we? <laughs> We're trying to climb out. Um, but here we are, nevertheless, wallowing um, in all things Christmas. Um, and I mean, look, it's what's it, festiveness, Christmasiness and um, quality. Hugh, you go first. I'll uh, go first. Out, of, out of five disembodied Crombie heads, how Christmassy is the film? No, it's, it's quality than Christmas. I'm getting oh, quality how, first. OK. <laughs> it, in terms of quality, and I... Again, I have I'm unabashed. Absolutely love this film. I've seen it so many times. It has a very special place in my heart. Um, so that's going to tilt my score. Yeah. I don't even know if it's the best Christmas Carol adaptation I've seen, but it's mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's got everything I love about it. the songs, the acting, the spectacle. Um, it's it didn't hang around too long either, which is always a plus in my book. Yeah, it's it's five out of five for me. It is absolutely fantastic. I wouldn't you know wouldn't change a thing apart from Fred maybe, but it's, it's uh, <laughs> sorry Fred. It's it's a really is. A, a near perfect movie it's absolutely great and in terms of christmasy as we've said it is exploding with christmas you, you and you you watch it and you get that feel of christmas i guess that's one of the things it doesn't just look christmas it feels christmas and it is christmas uh, yeah and i would i would if anyone has not seen it i would strongly recommend seeking it out yeah. it's not hard to find um oh, well, no, so, no. so uh, there we absolutely. go five five and five for me oh well, well blimey that's good isn't it um quality for me um so i i <laughs> By virtue of my um, prejudice, I was quite expecting to be slightly irritated by the film, but also perhaps begrudgingly enjoy some of the Christmassy nature of the the, the singing and dancing, etc. And to my pleasant surprise, I enjoyed it far more than that. Um, and uh, I really, I really, you know, it's a good job it's Christmas, you, because at the end of it, I was feeling pretty damn Christmassy, um, and I was enjoying that feeling very much. Um, I, there, there are some. F- reasonably forgettable songs in it and i i think the the start of the film meanders a little bit but nevertheless it's it it's it's great fun so i'm going to give it four disembodied crombie heads um i think this just sucks christmas in to its very 
essence. It's it's sentient in its Christmasness. It is just <laughs> Christmas, and so therefore it feels absurd to give it a score of Christmassy um, virtue out of five because it is the material with which the disembodied Crombie heads is formed. So it doesn't matter how Christmassy it is. It is just Christmas. How are you going to put that on a spreadsheet, though? <laughs> a five, then. There we go. <laughs> Excellent. It is the supernova of Christmas. Um, so on, on that, well, we, uh, where to go from here? We shall find out. But do join us tomorrow as we... Christmas, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should say Christmassy. That'd be lovely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and until then we wish you a very happy and a very healthy weekend at Crombies. Good evening all. Weekend at Crombies. Every recording there is the sound of a swipe and then good evening. I just wonder what are you doing? You're like unveiling your computer with like it does, does that always happen? Always. And I've now got I've now tuned into it. I just wait for the good evening. Do you know what it is? I th- well, I can't say for sure, but I think it is. It's my creative juices just <laughs> flowing out of me. It's not a bit premature. Uh, it's always premature. <laughs> um, no, I think genuinely what it is is that the headphones I have have a, a movable microphone, and usually I'm having a, a drink for example, and so the microphone is up. I see. And when you call, it sparks me into action. And as I'm, <laughs> so I, I, I answer the call and lower the microphone at the same time. I see, I see. So no, no, in case I hang up and you lose the call, you've got to answer the call right away and then you can prepare the microphone. Exactly, that's okay. exactly it. So that's, that's what it is. I presume anyway. I mean, I did wank as well. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it'd make that noise. Be more squidgy. <laughs> Bubbly, you know. I got to use this as a cutscene. <laughs> he doesn't mind doing? it. I, I do remember that a man walked into a bar and he was he was looking in a rough way and he uh, he asked for a drink and the his hands were shaking and the um and the bartender said what happened to you? He goes oh I was uh, I was on my way here and I got jumped by two men and the barman goes did you knock one out and he goes well I tried but it was hard to concentrate. <laughs> <laughs>